What is happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off the Rails. My name is Mark. With me always is Dave. And uh, as you may or may not know, Off the Rails is a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. Dave, what's happening, man? Oh, man, just enjoying a beautiful day here. Super Bowl Sunday as we record today. Um, beautiful day out here in Botswana. And uh, yeah, can't uh, can't complain too much. You know what my first thought right now is about uh, being Super Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah. Is that um, we've been recording for over a year. Yeah. Which uh, is, is pretty cool. Yeah, I had that thought. Now. Yeah, I had that thought earlier. Like we did that video last year, remember, for the Super Bowl, like that special. Yeah. yeah. And uh, part of me feels like, it didn't that doesn't feel that long ago. No. Part of me part of me does, but like mm-hmm. for sure it doesn't feel like I don't know. It was uh a year ago. So yeah. I'm gonna share that on our Instagram now in a second. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So Dave. Yes, Mark. Hockey game this morning. Yes, sir. We did. A couple games yesterday. Yes, sir. Tell us about your week, man. You know, Week's been good. Um, it's tough, man. Coaching thirteen-year-olds is uh, it's challenging at times. You know, trying to find a way to get them motivated the right way, and um, you know, a lot of it comes down to them and being self-motivated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we won our first game, um, lost in overtime. The second game, and lost it this morning. So, all in all, like not the results we wanted, but um, and we didn't really play well either. Like the, even the, we won the first game nine five, and we didn't really. Bucks were just kind of going in that well. Um, we didn't play all that well, so hopefully we can get out of this, and uh, we kind of seem to be going on a bit of a bit of a roller coaster. So we got to smoothen things out here towards the end of the season. Um, so anyway, all in all, though the week itself for me personally uh, was. It was good. I had my sister come out, take care of the dog so I could do that, stay in town. And, um, you know, workouts have been great. Uh, and um, I got out here today. My two sisters were out. My nephew, well, my three nephews, and got to hang out with them a little bit. Um, so, yeah, all in all, it's been it's been fantastic. You? Um, Thank you for asking. Yes, sir. It's been a it's been a pretty good week, man. It was uh first full week as a stay at home dad. Yes. So, um and it's not even really a full time stay at home dad thing. Like Rebecca's in the office. But um yeah, it was it was challenging, but great. Shout out to any stay at home parent. Um I see you. And yeah. What uh what else this week? Well, we, I don't, well, you got something. Yeah, you, you had something going on. I don't know if I do. I'm gonna sh- get right into it. We uh, first thing though, we recorded episode two of season two. Oh yes, that was awesome. Can't wait to share it with everyone. Um, and some big news. This one was fired up. Your boy had an interview on Thursday, and uh, love it. I think it went pretty well. Um, I felt comfortable. 
And after it, I kind of um, took a moment to appreciate what this podcast has done for me. Yeah, and, do, you, do you feel it helped you? Like when when you were done the interview, you were like, I mean, because you you had good you have good people skills. Like I don't know how you obviously like all a little different when we're heavily into the you know your addiction stages, but you ran a company before, so I know you're probably pretty pretty damn good at it. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I look back at, look back at my former self, and I don't think I was as good at communicating as I am now. I actually know I wasn't as good, and um, I think that's just more comfortable with like putting myself out there and having a bit more confidence than before. For sure. Another thing is that like, I used to be so uncomfortable with like taking a second to think about my answer, right? Like I thought like conversation had to be like boom boom type thing but you can take a second to think right and i find that podcast really allows um allowed me to get better at that and i don't know if you feel that same way but like you're able to actively listen better and by actively listening you can actually think about think about the conversation a little bit yeah i de- I, I definitely know what you mean like that never wanted that that awkward silence you want to call it maybe it's always like trying to fill it i find myself when i tell stories sometimes still like in person with people i i uh i really start kind of like rush through because i'm like once i see all eyes are on me and everyone's listening it's like oh i just went out of this <laughs> i do the same thing man. Oh. like oh, abort 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 yeah i skip over some yeah some serious details and people are probably like, Oh, great story, Dave. But, yeah. Get to the punchline. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's but, awesome. man. pumped. Yeah. I was happy about that. Um, now for those of you who don't know, I have a, I don't know if I'll share this. I'll tell you anyway, we'll talk about it after. Um, so I go and sit down in this place and I didn't say the name of the place. So, so I go and they put me in a room to wait in. And if you don't know this about me, I am terrified of mice. Oh. And yes. uh, yeah. So I sit down in the waiting room. I look to the left. The waiting room is probably like seven foot by seven foot, just like a square waiting room. I look to the left of me. There's a little like mouse trap there. I'm like, oh, what? Gross. I look to the front of me. There's one on that wall. There's one on every wall in this waiting room. I'm like, That's bizarre. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And then she's like, yeah, so um, you'll actually be working down in the basement. I'm like, man, if there's four mouse traps in the main floor, how many are in the basement? I'm like, how many mice are in this place? Your, your job's actually just to catch the mice. Yeah. <laughs> that would be horrible. Well, anyway, I was panicking about that for a while. Uh, I feel it all right though. I feel it all right if that yeah comes to you. Can kind of overplaying it a bit. You no, know, maybe that's a face face your fear too. A, yeah. yeah, yeah, just be uncomfortable all day. <laughs> no, most of my fear comes from sleeping and a might and mouse like walking on me while I'm sleeping. I know it's really irrational, but uh, I would not like that. No, I used to be really scared of mice because. I was scared I would see one and have a heart attack because uh, I was always doing drugs. <laughs> and uh, that really, that really scared me. Yeah, I remember you telling a story about that, you know? Oh, yeah. 
yeah one time i thought there was mice all around my house uh i had a roommate at the time i like called him i was like bro we got mice in the house i'm so sorry because he was like renting a room anyway he came home and like i threw i threw my bed outside i was i was also in psychosis so like thought i was hearing mice and shit in the house and uh yeah drugs are bad and yeah just threw my bed away out on the patio that was like a really horrible time really yeah, embarrassing it's not a good spot i'm sure no, your bed just like it. walking around my house for like three days looking for mice like what are you doing man yeah anyway, that happened dave so let's was in yeah, yeah. and caught a mouse within a day so it's not even a big deal yeah you yeah, know west west toughened you up a bit i think so I don't think that. I'm not saying sobriety. I'm not saying yeah. There you go. I'm not. I I, I don't want the East Coasters being mad at me because I know the East Coast is tough. Yeah, they would be tough people. Proud people too. Absolutely. Um. Then. Uh, short. Got an email there. I was checking out. Popped up in the corner. Yeah. Um. Then Friday. Hung up with the family, got some, got a workout in, swim lessons yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Solo again? Oh, yeah. What's going oh, on? Yeah. I'll have to talk with Rebecca here. What's going yeah, on? Here? And next week's last week. I guess I'm doing that one by myself too, right? <laughs> but um, I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I'm just there belting out, uh, going on a shark hunt. But I'm not afraid. That's the song we sing. Uh, some swimming meal through the water. Um, so yesterday was good. Awesome. Was the in-laws went shopping. Spent way too much money on groceries. And today, Dave, it's a great day. I hit a new PR in the gym. Very nice. What was that? What was that for? It was for bench. Got 370 for a single. So uh, one step closer to my goal. Now, this is my segue into goal setting and Mm. how important goal setting is in recovery. Um, But uh, I think it's important, and I don't know if you feel this way, because it allows us to kind of focus, work towards something, and... uh, have that sense of like pride in doing something. Um, now, I think maybe we might wait this because I have an idea. Okay. So for next episode. Yes, sir. What are your thoughts on both of us coming up with 10 goals? Okay. And they got to be smart goals. Yep. So we're talking specific. We're talking measurable, achievable, relevant, timely. Okay, so I want 10 goals and and I want have at least one goal relate to, say, uh, the medicine wheel of like spirituality, emotion, emotions, mental physical does that make sense yeah 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 yep and then next episode we discuss them 
I like it. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. I think so too. Now I will say, you know, I wrote down some goals I told you on New Year's and put them in a in a bottle at my sister's place. But oh, that's nice. So I might use a couple of those ones, but they don't listen to the podcast anyway, so I won't ruin the surprise. Maybe they do. I think they but. do. But that's okay. There's still goals, right? Yeah. No. No. I just didn't want. I just don't want to ruin this. Like the once I put them in there, I didn't want to mm-hmm. anyone to know about them. But okay. I'm willing to share for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Hold, and that's part of the. Uh, I mixed it up. I thought it was accountable. It's achievable, but it could be accountable as well. Yeah. Share if you put it out there. You got to be accountable. That's that's true. There is a thing though too. I think sometimes about like at least it used to be like not talking about certain things, just doing it. You know. Oh yeah. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. you can talk a lot about like. Oh, I'm gonna work out. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. But until you actually put action in one foot in front of the other, like it's all just talk. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. Just do it. But anyway, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'm I'm really down for that. Sweet. So, who do you got for the Super Bowl? It's tough, man. I think I think Eagles, but uh, like you can never count on Mahomes, right? Like. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not the hugest football guy either. Um, I see it's a close line. I looked on the score; it's a one point spread for uh, uh, the Eagles are are uh, one point favorites there. So I just hope it's a good, entertaining, close game. Is all I want. I got no skin in the game really. So uh, yeah, you? Yeah, I'm gonna go. You Eagles. take KC. I'll take Eagles. That way, I got some. Okay. Unless right. you want, unless you want Eagles, I'll take Casey. I do want the Eagles. Nah. Uh, okay, I'll take Casey. Okay, that's fine. I have no problem sharing from Holmes. I like him. I yeah, like Kelsey. He, he is though. Great hair. <laughs> and yeah, you do remind me of Mahomes. And how do you feel about the super or the halftime show? Uh, was it Rihanna? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, she's uh, she's all right. Super cool. I got a question for you. Yep, I'm here. So I was telling you early in the week. I uh, on Monday I was I was I I was lift I was doing my workout. I had legs and um, I didn't feel all that strong. Like I got through the workout, but I didn't feel like my strength wasn't the same as it was even the last time I did legs. And uh, I was like, whatever, enough, just maybe off. And then as the day went on, I started to feel like I was getting sick. And um, so I realized that my body really, you know, obviously was a little bit, was fighting something. So I wasn't up to snuff. So this comes two-part question, actually. When I used to drink, um, you know, I knew, I knew when I was getting sick because alcohol wouldn't taste good. It's like your body knows. So like I would, you know, pretty much most times be drinking daily and uh, I'd have a beer after work or whatever it is. And I could, I'm just like, I know I'm getting sick. No, I'd still drink, but like, I just knew it. So like, I find it interesting now, like looking for that in sobriety, like knowing your body's off a little bit and like trying to get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Was Did you ever have anything like that? Like, I know it's, it's different, but. 
did like did you tell that you were you know um under the weather i know i know it's different substance and like yeah whatever but uh not really it's not really kind of not really man i felt like i was always to be honest i felt like i was always sick yeah i guess like i would always have like a sinus infection right right like always like felt like i had a head cold yeah um but yeah i do understand what you're saying though because like when i guess before i was into drugs i do understand like the drinking side of it where like it doesn't taste as good or yeah feel your body like rejecting it type thing right yeah do you feel like you know your body a lot better now that you're like oh absolutely it's like and like you're you're eating eating clean and um how's that going actually oh eating my diet's been i don't think it's ever been better to be honest yeah like my um i've been taking my blood pressure and stuff more i've just been like trying to be more conscious about my health and i want to i don't know something different lately that i've been like thinking about is like working on longevity Mm -hmm. and like i want my blood pressure to be good and i want my resting heart rate to be okay and i can't wait to get back into biking to get that cardio up um so like eating to me has been really important and i've been trying to every now and again i'll I'll be like, want something like bad to eat, but yeah. I've been pretty good at it, man. Like prepping meals and eating good suppers, and I do the, I eat the same breakfast every morning. So I'm really happy, man. I feel way better, and I find when I eat something, something shitty, I just feel it for the next couple of days. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, like I was telling you before, a lot of times I'd go and stay at my sister's in town. Like I'm pretty good when I'm out here. Uh, I don't bring any like no like chips and like those are my kryptonite. So try to keep that all out of the house. But when I go in town, it's almost like a lot of times I treat it like I'm on vacation and it's like I'd go to the store and get a big bag of chips and yeah. it's like my day off and you know, stupid thought process. But I don't know if it was on the Huberman podcast or or what it was, but uh someone was talking about that, you know, that dopamine effect you get from you know, obviously from like drinking all that, but it's the same as for me eating bad food like that dopamine you get right before you have it, but you also can get a dopamine rush from resisting that. And so turning, turning that dopamine rush from instead of getting the chips from resisting going and turning it down and using that as your, um, you know, your, your uh, natural high, I guess, or whatever. So I was able to do that yesterday after the game and it helped. It was, you know, we finished at like eight 30 and my brother-in-law had some dinner ready for me when I got to his place. So that helped. But um, anyways, I'm going to try to use that and thought process to help me out with that a little bit. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I find it's like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm out in town and I get like hungry or if I don't plan my meals type thing, yeah, it'll just be like a convenience thing. I'll be like hungry and I'll be like, fuck it. Let's grab a burger or something like that. And that's trying to, I'm trying to stay away from that mindset. Yeah. And again, I think, I think if you have a, you know, not saying condoning it, but you have a burger here and there. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. Now, oh, my second part to that, uh, being sick thing. So 
question now for you in recovery. I don't know how you treat it is I know a lot of people talk about, um, you know, if you don't have a, have a surgery, you know, having to take drugs for a surgery or something like that to recover. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on like, even, um, so I took some NyQuil, right? Like, does that like doing that? Does that even, cause that in my head, that does, that, like I had a little hesitation with it. Cause I'm like, man, it made me sleep pretty good. And it's like, am I going to get kind of, yeah, uh, it's a little scary to get hooked on. I think as long as you're aware of it like that, man. Yeah. And you know, like, Hey, this is, I have an addictive personality type thing and yeah, kind of nip it in the ass. Like I've, um, I don't know. I've had this conversation a couple of times with like, like back pain medication or something like that. Like I haven't had to take it and I would be nervous about it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't think, I don't think NyQuil would be too bad. I used to love NyQuil, but yeah. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I got, I don't, I don't know, Dave, I got mixed, mixed opinions on it. Yeah. I, I know there's worse things in the world, obviously, but yeah, and NyQuil, but, um, it just, yeah, you definitely abuse it. Right. Yeah. It's just, a, yeah, it's just a, and that could be anything like, again, it could be anything like you turn, you know, could be junk food, could be whatever that you're, you know, just substituting the addiction for. But, um, that, that went through my head on the, well, I will tell you though, like it worked because Tuesday I felt like I was totally better. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, to me, like you could, you could abuse it, but you're also using it to help you get better. Like yeah. I could, I guess in theory, I could abuse my like anxiety medication, but I don't. Right. right? Yeah. And I don't know, because it helps me get better. It helps me be a better person. And uh, I don't know. Do you, you know what I'm saying? No, I totally do. Yeah. That's a good good question. Yeah. I think, I think what you said is kind of bang on. And that's what, so like a professional, I don't know for sure, but I think a professional will probably tell you that is as long as you're being aware of it, it's probably number one. And um, it's going from there, right? So, sweet question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Dave, anything else you want to? Well, last one. We talked Super Bowl. Yep. And we talked last last year. We did a little uh, video. Yes, sir. Um, I don't remember what you did last year, but it doesn't really matter necessarily. What I'm saying is, what's your thought process? You know, again, it's a big, it's a associated with a big kind of, you know, booze, let's just say, or whatever party atmosphere a lot of times. Do you remember your thought process thinking of it last year versus this year? Yeah. Last year, I actually um, spent, I was in Ottawa. I got to spend the Super Bowl with uh, my good buddy and, a couple of my good buddies. One of them's in recovery for four years. The other one just wouldn't drink around me. Right. So that was great. They were awesome to spend time with. But um, as you know, when I was using, I was in like psychosis big time. Right. And man, I, like I experienced like, I guess symptoms or like psychosis aftermath, like 
several months after even in my sobriety and that, that's pretty common um so i it hasn't happened in a long time but last year during the super bowl man i was watching it there was golf on before the super bowl and it like had like a flashback type thing to like when i was in sobriety and like everyone was like i thought everyone was like against me and it was like this terrifying thing i thought i was watching like a video game on tv and I was watching this like golf before the Super Bowl. And then I thought like I was there being set up type thing. And I was just so paranoid for the full like first bit of the Super Bowl last year until I like fucking snapped out of it. And I was telling uh, my buddy about it when we were leaving my other friend's house. I was just like telling him about it. He's like, are you serious, man? Like, and I was like, yeah, like that is how my brain like yeah. kind of plays tricks on you type thing. But since it has not happened in a long time, but it's really scary that it can happen. And that's like the effect of long-term drug use. Yeah. But this nice. year. Yeah. Feeling good. Love um, it. Going over to the in-laws and uh, just having a bunch of food. I'm really, I feel comfortable in the position that I'm in. I'm happy. And I owe a lot of that happiness to sobriety mm -hmm. pretty much all of that happiness to sobriety what about you man yeah no i i uh i quite honestly don't know what i did last year for the super bowl i think i was maybe i might even out here i don't uh i don't recall but um we're gonna have to watch one of our shoot sober shits from back then we might have to we have to recap it uh, so I just, um, one thing I thought of is like, you know, we had done that episode and we talked about different at that time, you know, it was pretty early. I know we had, there was a lot of planning maybe, um, of your thought process of what, how you're going to handle things, uh, in different situations. And I think now it feels a little more, um, first kind of firsthand, like still gotta be careful and whatever, obviously, but like your exit strategy and your planning of what you're doing is just kind of like your lifestyle. I would say now like second nature type thing. Second. Yeah. 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 It's like, I'm obviously not going to go to a party and you know, not drive. I'm not going to a party tonight. I'm going to be watching it at home. Duke Barnaby and me. Yeah. But let's just say if I was, I would That's make sure I'm group. driving. It's a great group. Great yeah. crew. I got. Yeah. No. But if I, if I was going out, I'd, you know, I'd, second nature I'd, I'd be driving so that i could take off whenever i wanted to you know like that's one example so yeah that's a great um, point man so yeah fuck yeah fucking well said dude you're you well said <laughs> thanks all right man anything else you want to uh want to chat about i think that's all i got man all right that's guys. all i got all right. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for us to get those uh, second season going. Um, yeah. And released. I don't know. We still don't know what the date will be for the first one, but um, we're getting there. Pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, guys, if you like this episode, please comment, throw us a like, yeah. subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, make sure you check out next week's for mine and Dave's ten goals. And if you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out and ask for help. I know myself and Dave will do whatever we can to help. 
And uh, we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you.